So we are talking about baptism today, and for good reason. Uh, Kimmy is going to be baptized uh, after the service, and so um, and uh, we take baptism real seriously around here. We're going to talk about that here in a minute. But let me let me give you uh, some announcements real quick. Um, breakfast at. Uh, Jacks over here. Listen, I really want to encourage us to continue to do this. We've got one more Sunday over there, and then they're going to come over here to us, okay? And so that was a big crowd. Uh, normally, it's maybe been over there the last two Sundays. It's normally not that big. Their 169th anniversary was today or is today. And um, they uh, want us all to know that you can go back over there afterwards. I think they're going to be there for a while. I don't know. So um, I know the Saints game is on, and uh, we're actually going to have it on the screen up here if uh, you're not going to the game. But uh, they'll have food over there, so we can go mingle over there. But yeah. Well, Josh and Tiffany, yeah, they're already there. I think they're in their seats. They've been in their seats since eight. So, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, so anyway, there's food over there, we got uh, the game over here, we can mingle over there, so anyway, just want to throw that out to you. Uh, also, our life groups, the women's group is meeting this Tuesday uh, at Melissa's house, for those of you who are women, you know who Melissa is. If not, talk to Lee or any of the other women you might know. Um, and then the couples group is going to meet uh, next Wednesday on the 1st uh, at Jerry and Ashley's house. So. Next week we're going to the Warners. You know. <laughs> um, yeah, and then come on, there we go. Um, all right, so we did our homeless ministry uh, goodie bags last week, and Chuck led us in that, and man, it was like the assembly line. Ford would have been incredibly proud. We got those things knocked out quick. Um, so they are all in the kitchen, and I see a bunch of us took some from last week. But if you were here and you had to go grab some of those homeless goodie bags, here's what we're what we're all agreeing to: that we're not going to give them out to like the first person we see as we leave the church, because that guy will have like five of them. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, yeah, so, so, okay. bush. <laughs> what, what I gave that guy the uh, exit off of uh, oh, the Yeah. To. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got, we got a double dose of love. That's all right. That's good. Yeah. So, so you know, give it to to those maybe around in your area, um, and and we'll just kind of spread it out. Um, also, and this is huge. This is so very important uh, to our church. Um, our kids need you guys. The elementary class needs you guys. Here's why. There's about Depending on the Sunday, there's anywhere from 7 to 11 boys. There's not a single girl in the I don't know why. It's just worked out that way. All the boys' friends, you know, are over there, and maybe that's what it is. But I'll just be honest. Lee is going out of her mind. She doesn't know what to do, right? And, and, and some of the women, you know, you can talk to Kimmy. Uh, Kimmy Kimmy's always even keel, right? But I think she's hiding the frustration sometimes, right? <laughs> So we're looking for some guys to get back. Listen, we don't care if it's noisy over here. Uh, when the, the, We don't have the junior high right now. So when, the, when they want to be noisy, you can take them back there to that junior high room. 
we just want to get some guys back there who will be great role models, who will, who will just show these guys how to live for Christ. And, um, you know, this, this is a, a crazy, they're all type A except for two, right? They all are like, hey, 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 hey. And they won't stop, right, Kimmy? They won't stop unless, look at it, unless you're like, really stop, you know? So if there's some men in there, man, I think it's going to be great. These kids are really going to learn. Um, start collecting some candy for the trunk or treat, okay? Uh, that's coming up. It's going to come up quick, a month and a half. We had 200, 250 kids. If you don't count the ones who came twice or three times. Hey, but listen, these kids change costumes, okay? So we're going to give them more candy if they're going to put in the effort, right? I mean, that's the way it works. They're so they're, they're working hard. And literally, they walk around the corner and they change and they come back and like, hey, that sounds familiar. You know, whatever. Um, so we anticipate having a whole lot more. And we're going to start really trying to invest in this area and this community uh, quite a bit over the next year. Also, the uh, men's camping trip is uh, it's going to be it's going to be Thursday through Saturday. So take off work on Friday, okay? If you can't come up on Friday, uh, it's going to be on the Tickfall River, which is Nathan's land, right? That's that river that runs through it. So we're pretty excited about that. Um, and uh, and I think that's it for the announcements. Yeah. So sign up, sign up for that, or come let me know. We're going to have the sign up for that pretty soon. So, now, uh, baptism. Let's talk about baptism. Uh, first, uh, you know what, don't worry about the video, uh, Mark. Let's talk about baptism. At our church, I think it's pretty obvious, we don't just dump people to pad the numbers or to make this make everything look good, right? We take baptism seriously, and in, in Scripture, it's clear that baptism is a public declaration of a person's commitment to follow Jesus. Okay, um... It's kind of it's, it's a lot like a wedding ceremony, right? Um, when Lee and I got married, that's Lee's first husband. I ate him. <laughs> I, I saw that last night, and I was like, "Whoa, what happened to that guy?" That's uh, yeah. Maybe he just shrunk with age. Well, I got shrunk too. The, the, you know, that the movie Philadelphia was on TV the other day, and that's all I could think about. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Tom Hanks. Stop. No. <laughs> I see it now that you've made, you said that. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we miss you, buddy. We miss both you guys. Um, so, so here's the thing. Baptism is a lot like a wedding ceremony. And um, a wedding is where you go and you witness a man or woman their love for each other for the rest of their lives. They commit themselves to each other. Now, there's a reason that no one is really shocked when someone who is dating breaks up, right? I mean, you're like, oh, it happened, oh no, but it's not like outside of the parameters of the relationship, you know what I'm saying? But when you get married, it is. And that's why, that's why divorce is still so shocking to people. You haven't made a lifelong commitment when you're dating, but there's a reason that that girl wants the ring on her finger after dating for a long time, right? Right? Yeah, so it's all y'all know. Right? There's a reason. It tells her that the guy is committed to her and her alone, and it also says, I am no longer interested in anyone else or in just myself. 
right? Um, so, baptism is no different. There's a reason Bay once wrote the song, right? That's right. We got one. Anybody know? Beyonce! Oh. Alright. <laughs> Baptism's no different. Put that on my, my bombs list. That's fine. <laughs> Baptism is no different. Jesus says that if we are committed to Him, He will be committed to us. And this goes beyond just baptism, it goes into our actions and into our lifestyle and, and into a life of following Him, right? And so, baptism is very much like the marriage ceremony, but it's not what saves us, right? You don't get married to fall in love, right? You're already in love, and so you want to marry. That's the way it works. It's the way it should work, right? And our love for Jesus has already been established by the time we're baptized. Baptism is a proclamation where we want everyone to know that we are committed to Jesus. Now, I want you to listen to a few verses and understand when you get baptized what you are committing to. Okay? It's in Galatians 3.26-29. 3.26-29. 26. It says, You are all sons of God through faith. In Jesus Christ. So this is what makes you a child of God. You placing your trust in Jesus. Right? Your faith. That's We talked about this a lot. Faith and trust. Or, or our, culture, our culture word for trust is their culture word for faith, basically. Right? And so you've taken your life out of your hands and given it to Jesus. Basically, what you are saying is, God, I no longer want to be on the throne of my life. You sit here, and you take it, and I will follow you. Okay? So, he's very clear. Paul's very clear. He's writing to the church in Galatia. He says, he says, you are all sons of God through faith in Jesus Christ. You have realized that you are not the king of your life. He is. Verse 27. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. Now, I want to kind of park here for, for a minute. If you are a follower of Jesus Christ, He asks us to be baptized to model what He has done for us. He was crucified, He died, He was buried, and He's resurrected to new life. That's what baptism represents. It, it, it isn't the act of baptism that saves you, as we said. It's the life that is given over to Jesus who saves us. Okay? Now, the reason that many people and many denominations kind of package salvation and baptism together, they say, well, if you haven't been baptized, you haven't been saved, right? There's quite a few denominations, people who, who, who say this. The reason they say this is because in Scripture, they're never separate. Someone gets baptized, someone gets saved, and then they're baptized immediately. Now, in our culture, things are very confusing. Much more than in their Their culture was straightforward. What you saw was what you got. You know what I'm saying? In our culture, it's so confusing. It's so much more opaque. And, and, and it takes time to kind of sift through all the stuff and get to the truth. And kind of sift through emotions and the noise to be able to understand the truth. Now, this is a good thing, okay? This is a very good thing. Otherwise, we would fall prey to a lot of stuff. And everyone needs to know and understand what they are doing before they do it. 
Okay? But here's the problem for many of us. We come to the truth, and then we'll overthink it. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, or we'll dilute it, or we'll just kind of keep putting it off when Jesus is tugging on our heart saying, listen, here it is, I'm telling you do it, Here's, here it is in Scripture, that it models it for us. You are saved, and then you are baptized. Okay? And that's one of the first acts of obedience that we should give to Jesus. Let me give you a few examples of this. Matthew 28, 19, 19 and 20. It says, go, make disciples, which is leading people to Jesus, baptize them, and then disciple them. It's helping people grow in Jesus. Acts 8.36, there's a eunuch who accepts Jesus and he is immediately baptized because he is sure of who he now follows. Acts 2.41, Peter preaches, and I wish I could be at this message because... I often leave and go, oh, she said this, oh, she said that, oh, that would have been great, oh, I forgot that, you know, that kind of thing. Peter speaks, and 3,000 people accept Christ and are baptized. Right? I mean, amazing. I'm going to ask him to redo that one when I get to heaven. <laughs> baptized on the spot. Acts 16, 14 through 15a. Right? There's a lady named Lydia, and she believes, she places her trust in Christ, she is immediately baptized. Baptism goes hand in hand with the act of placing your trust in Jesus. Now, notice what it says here. It says, for all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself in Christ. What does that mean to be clothed in Christ? It means you cover every part of your life with Jesus. Your thoughts, your motives, your words, your actions, Everything. You follow Christ in everything. Verse 28. There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, for you are all one in Christ. This verse encompasses every single person in their culture. Every single person. There is not anyone who is left out. You were either Jew or Greek, you were either slave or free. You were either male or female. I mean, it just gets more and more broad, right? For you are all one in Jesus Christ. For our culture, no one is exempt. No one is like, ah, you know what, Jerry? Come on in, buddy. Ah, but Chuck? Nah. Got some work to do. <laughs> Chuck's allowed in. Everyone's allowed in. It doesn't matter where you lived. It doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter how you feel about yourself. That's a big one, right? And it doesn't matter what you've done. You are invited to know Jesus. Verse 29. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So here's the thing. When you begin a relationship with Jesus, you are adopted into a new family with all of the benefits. So, so it would be like uh, someone's coming up. It would be like Chuck adopting me, saying, saying, hey, Chuck, I'm going to come live, live with you. And Chuck is like, okay, great, fantastic, come on in. And I get to hang out. I get to play with his bass guitar, right? I get to, I get to eat all his food in his fridge, 
right? And he gets to come home and he, he gets to be aggravated at me just like a, a, a father and a child. I mean, all of this stuff, it's all mine, right? All of the, the Disney stuff, it's all mine to play with, right? Every bit of it. <laughs> Don't take me a joke. Here's the benefits of being adopted into Heavenly Father. You have a Heavenly Father who is unshakable in His love for you. It doesn't matter what you've done, where you've been. It doesn't even matter where you're going. Right? You want to follow Christ, but sometimes we're going to get off track. His love is unshakable for you. You get a, a, a Heavenly Father who gives that to us. You have an inheritance that is better than anything money can buy. Right? A home in heaven with Jesus. Now, that's a big deal. Um, uh, Matt or Stephen, will y'all run back there and grab uh, the, the older kids for me? I want them to, to be in here to, uh, to see uh, this last part. Baptism points to all of this. Okay? It points to the fact that you are a son or daughter of God. It points to the fact that you want to yield to Jesus in every area of your life. It points to the fact that your mistakes and your sins were overcome by Jesus, by His love, and you have incredible grace just pouring on you all the time. And it points to the fact that you have a future that goes beyond death. Now, that's what baptism symbolizes. If you have a relationship with Jesus and you have not been baptized, you need to follow in obedience, not out of guilt or, or, or being pressured to, but because you realize that that is the step that Jesus wants you to take. Baptism symbolizes that you recognize these things and you have committed your life to Jesus. So I want to encourage you, if you, need, if you want to be baptized today, Kimmy, Kimmy will share the pool with you, right? <laughs> we can't fit more than two people in there. Just keep it back, right? It's only a single pool. You, you can be baptized today. We've got extra towels. And today, this is a very exciting day uh, for us because we do get to witness Kimmy's public commitment to Jesus. And so this could be your day as well if you are ready to go public with your commitment.